Welcome to a special presentation of Obscure Marvel. This is one of our special bonus shows from Patreon that we release each and every month to our wonderful subscribers. But since it's our two-year anniversary, we're releasing it now to everyone as a thank you for sticking with us for two years. You can get access to shows like this each and every month if you head to patreon.com slash marvel versus marvel. Welcome to the November edition of the Marvel vs. Marvel spin-off show, Obscure Marvel. It is that bonus, bonus podcast where I take Will and you guys out there through the most obscure and ridiculous characters and stories in the Marvel Universe. Uh, Hello and welcome. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. My name is Rob. And the jangly man who's also on the records, his name is Will. Will! I am so jangly right now. It's, jangly man. It's illegal. <laughs> it's, it's an illegal amount of jang, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, this is the show we really... I mean, I think this is our secret favourite show. Secret favourite show. Secret favourite. Obs- Obscure Marvel, I think, is our secret favourite show. Is it our se- well... Think? I don't think we're. I don't think we can say secret. I mean, it is all of our. We're allowed to say it out open. We it's do our love this. Show. Yeah, but look, we know what pays the bit. The big bucks is paid by the full length, the full length meaty girthy bonus episodes. We of know course. what pays the bills, and we know, of course, that what is our, our 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 broadcast out to the world is also incredible. But this, this is the secret favorite show because it's just. <laughs> like it's just it's kind of just mucking around um we love putting these out for you uh peter J got in touch recently and and said that um the, the obscure marvel like he, he, he is his favorite because he just it, it's to do with his, his commute sometimes he's got a 20 minute commute mm. and he's like oh i don't want to start 20 minutes of a three-hour show oh obscure <laughs> marvel and he can just bash on 20 minute you know one of these get through that commute and and he likes to line them up as well and yeah 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 so um well, like we're really playlist. pleased that we've got these out there yeah 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 people do that people do that um and so we've had. I'm, I'm trying to think of all the. So we we've had uh, the kangaroo, both kangaroos, um, faceless arm, not faceless, armless tiger man. Uh, <laughs> armless tiger man would be really good. Faceless tiger man. <laughs> oh god, that would be horrific. Um, who else have we had? Or oh, we paste pot Pete. Who is your favourite? Yeah, uh, he's a, he's a sticky little bitch. Slide, who's a slippery little bitch. Um, I thought that was a good one too, and of course, let's not forget the most terrifying hippie in all of hippie hippiedom, <laughs> Angar the Screamer. Isn't that the most unhippy name you've ever heard of? I think I think the most hippie name I ever would ever hear of would be like Dylan or Craig. Um, okay, and again, those aren't hippie names. Those would be pre-hippie names. Those are kind of people who become hippies then become running water or something. There's a DC character called Brother. Uh, 
Brother Geek, the Flower Man. I <laughs> God, I'm struggling that name now. But yeah, he was okay. We don't have time. We can't do all of DC's obscure characters as well. Um, we've got a spicy one for you this month. Um, spicy. So, Will, you're of course in charge. This is your show. This is. Um, uh, I am the leader. Yeah, so just, you know, take take it away. Take it away. As we always say uh, on these little mini-episodes that we secretly yet publicly adore, uh, <laughs> I will ask the burning question, Rob, who is the Marvel dud this month? This is Swarm. Okay. Uh, swarm. I have I have sent you a picture of Swarm. Uh, My okay to look dashing at it? looking at it. Yes, and and please, as as ever, describe to our listeners what you see. And why I'm doing a spooky voice. Describe to your listeners what you see. <laughs> it's like someone made a statue of Doctor Doom out of Cheetos. why why describe it okay okay uh i'll i'll go on to the main body last i think he's wearing a big purple uh cape and a cowl he seems to have a big white glove but the body is naked Uh, it's really muscly with no genitals but it's like all fuzzy and orange uh like cheetos like someone like sculpted (laughs) cheetos and and I just think like you fight this person, you know. Every time you punch him, there's going to be a crunchy, satisfying feel to it, <laughs> like punching a bag of Cheetos. Swarm is comprised entirely of bees. <laughs> <laughs> His body is all bees. He's a bee. He's just a swarm of bees in a cape. I'm covered in bees. Not just any bees, my dear friend. These are Nazi bees. <laughs> oh my god! Bees with right-wing tendencies. Let me introduce you oh to god, Fritz. No, no to no. Fritz von Mayer, no. uh, a German who was one of Adolf Hitler's top scientists, specialising in radiology, toxicology, and also beekeeping. The three disciplines of the Third Reich. Um, he, he managed. <laughs> To uh, escape capture after the Second World War, um, oh. and he fled, of course, to South America. We've all seen the movies yes. um, where he he uh, pr- he found a new life as a humble, a humble, <laughs> you know. Did you did, did you just did you just say humble as a quick pun? The humble sort of. bumblebee. Yeah, I nearly did hum- humble bumblebee, but I decided hum- not to because um, he's you know he's. Uh, He's anti-Semitic. <laughs> a humble anti-Semitic beekeeper <laughs> who also doesn't like, you know, uh, gypsies, uh, black people, gays, anyone really. He goes, commits genocide, but really good honey. He, whilst, whilst a humble bumble beekeeper in South America, <laughs> he discovered a colony of mutated bees. Of course he did. An asteroid or something had crashed or flown over the area and created mutated bees. Intrigued by a combination of... These bees possess two very interesting uh, uh, traits to uh, Fritzy. 
Um, one was that they were very, very, very intelligent. The two, they were very, very passive. Ooh. And he was like, ah, I shall, I shall capture the queen and enslave the bees. Um, That's a fantastic German accent. I thank can, you very I can, much. I can vouch that they definitely all speak that derangedly. He takes it's, it's this or it's all of the ones from a lower low. Those are the only options I have. Yeah. So he takes the, the the bees back and the queen back, and he subjects them to some experiment. And he's like, "I will conquer these bees." But guess what happens? The bees conquer him. The bees conquer yes, him. Yes, I love irony. They especially- swarm. All over him, they they burrow through his suit and they devour his flesh. I'd I'd really love it if he just went ah. Now I know how Poland felt, or something like that. <laughs> no, sadly, he's not. He does not blessed with that foresight. Um, the bees, you know, just just literally eat him away and kill him. However, due to this kind of like radiated, mutated nature of the bees. They absorb by eating his body in a kind of a Christ-like way, really. <laughs> they eat no. of his body and take into them his Nazi soul. <laughs> no. <laughs> Very much like that, oh. you know, the, the Catholic tradition. And so <laughs> they eat of, of his body, take in the Nazi soul, and now his Nazi consciousness mind is spread... Um, amongst the whole swarm and so he is composed entirely of bees his feet his legs presumably he's got no genitals that's the very important for yeah, us all if you're covered in bees i don't when, think you need genitals he's, well he's not covered in bees he is bees yeah okay okay sort okay, of. okay okay rephrase if you are made of bees you probably don't need genitals i, I just think that he just decided I never want to wear trousers again. Mm. Thus, to get by a bit better in the world, mm-hmm. no more genitals. No more genitals, and then I don't have to wear a belt ever again. And that's that was a trade that Fritz von Meyer was willing to make. Um, his his skeleton is inside, clanging around. Oh, so um, he does actually have a... So there is structure in there. It's in there, yeah. He he grabbed himself a purple cape and he went on his business. <laughs> I'm gonna gonna become an evil villain as an description, and I'll call myself the Swarm. Um, he first appeared. What comic do you think he first appeared in? It's one of our favourites. Will it's the 1970s? Uh, Spider Man. It's one of our real favourites on the show. Will? Oh, I don't know. We have so many favourites that we try to keep a secret from our listeners, yet publicly admit. <laughs> It's the champions. The champion. Which one's the champions again? <laughs> it's the team of Angel and Iceman from the X Men, Black Widow and Ghost Rider, natural best friends, and of course, of course Hercules. Hercules, yes, an actual god. <laughs> and they all live together in Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, so in the champions, <laughs> he attacks an Interpol agent with okay. robotic bees that he's built. Yeah. A man who is composed entirely of bees mm. and can control bees said, Not enough bees! <laughs> I'm going to build some robot bees! And he did. And he kills the Interpol agent, and he's trying to steal. The Interpol agent's got an important spy briefcase, and he's like, Steal the briefcase! Um, but they couldn't. Do you know why? Why? Because it was covered in insect repellent. No! Like, oh, I can't go near that! <laughs> Defeated by insect repellent. 
what's inside the briefcase, I hear you ask. It's the queen bee of his swarm. Of swarm swarm. Could that, could that uh, override uh, the Nazi? Well, we shall progress with the story. Okay. It was stolen by Interpol for some vague reason that's never really explained, other than they don't like Nazis. Um, it's stolen in a flashback panel by a very, very world-weary, grumpy British Interpol agent. And you can tell he's British because of the spelling. The exact dialogue is, oh, it's Von Meyer. Still with his bleeding bees. <laughs> no way does he actually say that. Yes, 100%. That's yes. what's written uh, before he steals bees, the Queen. It, bleeding, bleeding bees. It better be a Yorkshire accent as well. It's wit. It's W-H apostrophe. Wit. Oh, wit that is, is bleeding bees. That yeah, is tremendous brilliant. that an American publication would do that. <laughs> uh, so Swan wants the Queen back. Uh, he frees the Queen and then he's like, ah... She is not mutated enough for my liking. And he mutates her further. And she becomes a giant bee. She's like the size of a lion. She's a big queen bee. Mm. And sets it to attack the champions. Now this would have been perfectly fine. And a good plan against Black Widow. Would have been good against Angel. Would have been pretty good against um, Iceman. And maybe, maybe even Ghost Rider. However. But the other member of the champions is fucking Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> he kicks the shit out of this massive bee. And then he takes the massive bee and he yeets it into the sun. <laughs> and as it is soaring into the horizon, all the other bees that make up Swarm Swarm follow the queen. They go, there goes the queen! Oh, <laughs> and God. All the bees fly off and follow the queen and Swarm screams, where are you going? And then his entire body and mind vanish. And so all that's left is, is as, as they fly into the sky, it, just a skeleton just oh. drops to the ground in a cape. And uh, the, I, should, I shouldn't have mentioned the skeleton, because we didn't know the skeleton bit at all until yeah. the very end. The very last thing that happens in this Champions episode issue is that we just see his dead skeleton drop to the ground. That's it. We don't see him again for a long while. Um, he crops up two years later in Spider-Man. Um, Peter Parker goes to Empire State University, uh, a, a, a university that is already responsible for the creation of like um, the Jackal um, and oh gosh, who else? A bunch of other Spider villains. The 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 the, the lizard. Uh, it doesn't have a, a good track record with creating villains. And um, Spider-Man... Uh, no, what, no, Spider-Man's not involved for this bit. What happens is uh, they've got the skeleton of Swarm. And they're like, ah, mm. oh, we will experiment on this. And a queen... And they, you know, what? guess what they do? They accidentally bring back Swarm. Um, they accidentally and, bring him back. Yeah. And he, all the Swarm comes back. Swarm around the skeleton. Fritz von Mayer is back. And and he's pretty da- he's pretty kind of dangerous, really. You know, with his if he's got very dangerous bees, you don't want to be. You can't really. It's like trying to punch fog. Yeah, he's just a swarm of bees, and he can control other bees in the area as well. He's a bit tasty, and so he defeats Spider Man the first time because that always happens to Spider Man. Just FYI, yeah. every time Spider Man fights a villain, they beat him the first time. He goes away, he comes up with a solution, he comes back and he beats them. Yeah, and 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 it's usually lots of really high tech solutions. Like he has to invent a way to 
disrupt Doc Ock's control of his tentacles. He has to invent a way to counteract the Vulture's anti-gravity device. Um, do you know what he does with Swarm? What's he do? He sprays his costume with pesticides. Of course. <laughs> and that's it. He just sprays insect repellent on himself. And, and for himself. the second time in a row, Swarm is defeated by insect repellent. I, I would just spray the entire thing at him. I'd get one of those biplanes, like a crop duster, and just fly it at him. I, I think that might be considered murder. I mean, I don't know if it is murder when it's one insects and two a Nazi. Yeah. But... I think Spider-Man felt that a little too aggressive. Um, so he sprayed his costume, and that's how he defeated Swarm. That does sound like a very Batman way of doing it. Like the anti-bee bat spray or something. Otherwise, <laughs> just, it's just insect repellent, Bruce. It's incredibly low-tech, especially yeah. for Spidey. Um, so, uh, there we go. Nazi bees with some who eat uh, the bread body of their Christ Nazi... And become unto him, taking their body inside themselves. That swarm. Well, um, I'm interested in your thoughts and opinions. And, and what's your remember your your dodonometer that goes from zero is a normal person? I think. <laughs> Wait, what's how does the scale work? Is five see, normal see, or zero? Zero is a normal person. Five is like mega geek dud. Uh, yeah, mega dud. And then isn't there a second one? I always forget this. I should write it down, but I don't want to. Uh, there's, and there's a second one. How how effective is he or what? Do we? Is that how we do it? No, it's just one scale, and it's whatever. However, what? you like zero. He's a regular person. Uh, I, I, this this is a five. Like a this regular is, competent. This is a five. This is a five. This We've is a five. A five before. This is We've a Nazi five before. This is a Nazi made of bees. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but this has gone beyond all hyperbole. This is a Nazi made of bees. Okay. Okay. Let's try and adjust this scale. No. Uh, no. Because Will's decided to bring politics into the podcast. Not, Oof, suddenly, someone's anti-Nazi bees. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Compare him to, like, um, a regular Nazi. Okay. Like Jeff P. Nazi, who loved being a Nazi, but isn't made of bees. <laughs> I mean... So, so, on a scale of zero, zero being regular Nazi, who we all hate and, and should be shot, mm. to five, adjusted, adjusted for Nazi inflation, how does, how does Swarm... He's made of bees. <laughs> He is made of bees. He's made absolutely of bees. correct. I don't... Twice he's been defeated by pesticide. Look, I, 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 I know we must respect... One time Hercules threw a one into the sun. It's like 2007 and you're bailing out the banks of the rating system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be fair. Fair? To... He's made of bees. Look, they're endangered species. They I'm trying are. to be fair. Okay, that makes it even more worthy of a five. He's composed <laughs> of an endangered species. I really think Hercules in the modern era would get a lot of flack on social media for throwing an innocent endangered species bee into the sun. Um, yeah. Five. Our first five, I think. I mean, I don't really I, know. This is, this is <laughs> I can't really remember. Let's have, let's have a quick go through of, of, you know, just a quick look. We've got, we got okay, Angar the, so, okay, the Screamer. We've got uh, Armless Tiger Man first. Armless Tiger Man, Angar the Screamer, Slide, Pace Pop Pete, Rocket Racer, Fool Killer, The Kangaroo. All these people... Fool Killer! The fool Killer! <laughs> yeah, all, all these people are just like, 
yeah, I got bored and just put stuff together and, oh, I had an accident. Oh, oh I did this. This is a Nazi made of bees. I am not going to... I'm not going to... Uh, this isn't some kind of weird political thing. I'm just saying that the moment you add Nazi to something, it makes it weirder in a comic Armless, book. Armless Tiger Man had a very powerful jaw and he worked for the Nazis he was, trying to destroy machinery. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hated technology. It's, he, he worked for the Nazi. Okay, obviously, you know, he got. But he, in many ways, he was a disabled person who really changed his life around and really made something of himself, even though he had no arms. It, I, he, there's, a, there's an inspirational story to the Inspirational had with armless, story. Of Armless yeah. Tiger Man. And, and he wasn't, he wasn't a face. Nazi. He just worked for them. He, he, just, <laughs> he, he just enabled them. Um, sorry, this is an ex Nazi made of bees. <laughs> I think once a Nazi, or I don't think he's an ex-Nazi, just because the war ended. Sorry, yeah, he's actually, you know, he, no, 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 he's alt-right now, whatever they call it. No, uh, he, 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 this is a Nazi made of bees. This is the kind of thing a child would write down. <laughs> ah, Nazi, Nazi made of bees. bees. Nazi made You know, of... we have those scare stories every year yeah. about, oh, killer bees from foreign lands coming, yeah. they're going to come and get everyone. This would be the real scare story. This, this although... is a character, an unused character from the Mighty Boosh. That's how you know what worthy would, of a five it is. If I was writing Swarm and Spider-Man today, do you yeah. know what I'd do? I'd what? change his powers. What would you change? So to? that now, whenever one of his bees stings a person, it turns them into a Nazi. That would be... <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? I mean... Uh, well, uh, not cool. It'd be horrifying. Uh, it'd be horrifying, but it'd be an interesting power. And, you know... And yeah, like, and you could do lots of allegories with demagogues. He'd be this demagogue speaker, like, why is everyone voting for a giant pile of bees? It's because he so, keeps stinging people and yeah, turning them into Nazis. Can you imagine <laughs> that panel of that first person getting stung, that uh, just going, ooh, and they go, ooh, blood I'm and steel, blood and I'm, stahl, and, th- th- and my, then suddenly they... My arm! Bu- I cannot control my arm! And he shoots up a Hitler salute. Oh. <laughs> ah! What is happening to my mouth? I suddenly have the urge to buy a red armband. <laughs> <laughs> and they start marching down the street. Folks, I think that's just about all the Nazi bees we've got time for in the month of November. Uh, thank you as ever to Will Preston, who uh <laughs> pulling out the top scores of five. Yeah. Possibly the first time we've ever had a five. We're not sure. We don't keep track. We don't do much research for this no. one. We don't um, listen to ourselves. We, we never remember. <laughs> we are very bad. We're literally winging this podcast. Uh, thank you for your support as ever. Um, we want to know which uh, Marvel... You know, Have you got any Marvel characters you want to hear about on, on uh, Obscure Marvel? Um, we'll be back with more. And also, uh, in December, we're going to switch formats and have a Obscure... Christmas story, a ridiculous Christmas Marvel story, which is going to be a lot of fun. I've kind of just finished getting all that together for Will. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Um, thanks again for supporting Marvel versus Marvel. Thanks for listening to this special presentation of Obscure Marvel. We release one of these mini-episodes each and every month on the first of the month to all our incredible subscribers on patreon.com slash marvel versus marvel.